Today, you've joined hundreds of established and emerging writers who are discovering ways to reach their writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. You're listening to Ann Croker, Writing Coach. This is episode 212 Productive Writers Build Their Body of Work, Pillar 3. For about four years, I didn't do much to get healthy or stay healthy. I'd talk about getting in shape, but wouldn't actually do anything. I'd wake up and I'd think about it, and then I'd roll over and go back to sleep. It's no surprise, of course, that the idea of exercising, the mere thought of it, didn't strengthen a single muscle in my body. The desire to be healthy, no matter how intense, didn't actually make me healthy. I had to take action. Finally, about a year ago, I decided to do something. I started by jogging, plodding so slowly through the neighborhood on a route so short I called it the wimpy route. But that's how it all began. To start improving my health, I took action. It was humbling to start so small, but I got out there and ran, I mean plodded, the wimpy route over and over And wouldn't you know, action produced results. Over time, I ran a tiny bit faster and farther and grew a tiny bit stronger and healthier. And by continuing to take action, I continued to see results. Well, if we want to be writers, we can't just talk about writing and wish our projects into existence. The idea of writing, the thought of it, won't get a single sentence of an article, blog post, poem, or short story composed. The desire to be a writer won't actually make you a writer. You have to decide to do something. You have to take action. And that's how it begins, no matter how humble or wimpy it may seem to you. In the beginning, it doesn't have to be much. Just as I didn't expect to be running a half-marathon distance when I started plodding along on the wimpy route, well, we don't have to complete a 200-page novel in our first efforts to sit at our computers and write. We can tap out a few sentences, maybe a paragraph or two. With those humble beginnings, it begins. And over time, it adds up. And that's the foundation of a productive writer. A productive writer writes. Now, productivity doesn't mean we have to spit out poems like candy from a vending machine or roll out blog articles like cars on an assembly line with repetition and precision. After all, that can lead to a loss of creativity and originality. What productivity does mean is we have to start and complete projects instead of falling down rabbit holes of research for weeks on end or avoiding the work out of fear or perfectionism. Productive writers finally step away from the search engines and library books and throw some of their discoveries onto the page to sort it out and produce a final project. Productive writers overcome perfectionism and fear by sitting down and tapping out their thoughts to create a rough draft, no matter how rough. Priscilla Long, author of The Portable Writer's Mentor, writes, In the end, what matters to the ambitious dreamer is a steady and even rather plodding stream of work. It's fine, she says, if much of the output is rough, awkward, contrived, and arguably awful. That's part of becoming a productive writer. 
You regularly produce a plodding stream of work, no matter how arguably awful it emerges. You're discovering your voice, your style, your preferred genre, your message through the act of writing. You're figuring out how to write and what to write every time you write. It's building a kind of creative strength in you as you overcome resistance to do the work. Eventually, after establishing a system of producing words and rough drafts, productive writers will develop a habit of finishing what they start. So often writers start project after project in bursts of creative inspiration, but struggle to see even one of them through to completion. Not everything we produce will be publishable, but we have to start and finish projects to build our body of work. So to be effective at starting and finishing, we have to commit to some kind of writing practice. For now, think of that writing practice as a system. James Clear talks about the power of systems in a video that I'll provide the link to in the show notes. In there, he says, we do not rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. By establishing routines and systems that lock in habits, and by setting up schedules with built-in deadlines, we can regularly start and finish projects, building our body of work. As Claire said, goals aren't bad. The goal expresses what we want to achieve. In his book, Atomic Habits, Claire writes, Goals are about the results you want to achieve. Systems are about the processes that lead to those results. So we develop a plan for how to get to the goal. And then to complete that plan, we set up a system. The system establishes a writing habit that leads to achieving our goals. That's how we'll pull off our writing day by day. That's how we'll be productive and see project after project all the way to the finish line. That's how we'll build our body of work. Your system may include designing an editorial calendar, breaking down a project into a series of steps, tasks, and actions, and then scheduling those each day. And then when you wake up, you know what to do. You just write the segment that you determined in advance was needed to complete so that you could stay on schedule and finish on time. Your system might involve tracking words to complete a word count goal or a page count that you've calculated you need in order to complete a project in a particular time frame. Many writers use this basic idea to be productive, waking early to compose a given number of words or pages for their work in progress. But not everyone finds motivation in the quantity of words and pages that they produce. So another system is to set an alarm or a timer and then stay in your chair for that set amount of time each day. You can have your writing to-do list in front of you to work through during that time frame. On some of those days, you might write 2,000 words, and on other days, you might only write a paragraph, but you're in the chair committed as part of your system. Some writers prefer to write their drafts by hand and type them up in Google Docs or Scrivener at the end of a writing session or at the end of the week, and the act of handwriting taps into a different part of their brain than the typing does then the act of typing will ignite a level of kind of writer-editor that solves problems during the process. So this is a kind of system and approach that honors the way that you like to write and work and think. Verbal processors may prefer to speak a draft, recording it in some sort of voice recorder app, and then having it transcribed. 
the transcription becomes their draft until they edit it in a future work session. Another way to be more productive as a writer is to create a motivating environment. Now, ideal circumstances aren't always possible, but as much as it is, a writer will benefit from creating a motivating environment. This may include solitude and silence, or maybe it will involve music. It hopefully will involve a dedicated space, so you create in this environment conducive to deep work, to use Kyle Newport's phrase, or to enter a flow state, to borrow Mihai Csikszentmihalyi's concept of an ideal creativity state. Or it may call for ambient sounds of a coffee shop. Experiment to discover what works for you and what doesn't. And if you can't build an outstanding setup in the perfect environment, don't use that as an excuse not to write. Because productive writers write even when their circumstances are messy and imperfect and when their time is short, they just get creative and clever in how they use available time and awkward situations to write. I mean, I've written in my car, I've written at the library, I've written in hospital waiting rooms where I was wearing noise-canceling headphones. So we, we can tap into our creativity, not only to infuse our work with novel, original ideas, but also we use that creativity to solve problems related to getting the work done. So be creative to create an environment that will help you produce work. But all this talk of productivity sounds, well, like work. Where's the fun? Where's the play? Well, it helps to lower the stakes at times. In fact, productive writers may become even more productive when they make the work fun and pleasant, even delightful. I find writing itself to be delightful at times, so some of my fun happens in the creative writing process. But we can also insert creativity breaks. I mean, I have a yo-yo on my desk. So when I hit a tough spot and I need to think, I can stand up and get that thing spinning up and down for a few minutes. I heard Todd Herman interviewed on the DIY MFA podcast, and he talked about taking on a kind of persona to help you solve problems and power through a project and, and commit to the work. As I understand his concept, maybe you would pick one of your favorite authors and then channel that person's creativity as if it's your own then to do more than you would yourself. Or you could have like a power hat or a power shirt and pull that on and imagine it's the gear that produces New York Times best-selling authors. Or perhaps you have an office area and then when you enter that zone, it's like entering a powerful space filled with creative energy and it's there that you're unstoppable. So it's a fun idea. In a week, I'll be moving my office into a recently emptied bedroom and I'm going to try Herman's technique. Now, you may look at your writing life and feel like I did when I rolled over in bed instead of taking action to get healthy, but it doesn't matter where you are now. Just take action to get started. You may be slow at first, plodding along, producing only tiny paragraphs, maybe just a line or two, but no matter how small the results, you'll make progress. So don't be afraid or ashamed of humble beginnings and simple restarts because that's how it begins. To be a productive writer, you'll take action and your action will produce results. By continuing to take action, following systems that work for you, you'll continue to see results and build your body of work over time. I'm Ann Croker cheering you on as a writing coach in your ear everywhere we may meet at 
my website, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, in your inbox, here on this podcast, over at Patreon, or even in person. I'm always looking for ideas to share with you that will help you achieve your writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. Thank you for listening.